My name is Megan Chase. I've been in the Palace of the Winter Fay for a while now. How long exactly? I don't know. Time doesn't flow right in this place. While I've been stuck in the never-never, the outside world, the mortal world, has gone on without me. If I ever get out of here, if I ever make it home, I might find a hundred years have passed while I was gone, like Rip Van Winkle, and all my family and friends are long dead. I try not to think of that too often, but sometimes I can't help but wonder. My room was cold. It was always cold. I was always cold. Not even the sapphire flames in the hearth were enough to drive out the incessant chill. The walls and ceiling were made of opaque, smoky ice. Even the chandelier sparkled with a thousand icicles. Tonight, I wore sweatpants, gloves, a thick sweater, and a wool hat, but it wasn't enough. Outside my window, the underground city of the Winter Fae sparkled with icy radiance. Dark forms leaped and fluttered in the shadows, flashing claws, teeth, and wings. I shivered and gazed up at the sky. The ceiling of the vast cavern was too far away to see through the darkness, but thousands of tiny lights, balls of fairy fire or fairies themselves, twinkled like a blanket of stars. There was a rap at my door. I didn't call out, come in. I'd learned not to do so in the past. This was the Unseelie Court, and inviting them into your room was a very, very bad idea. I couldn't keep them out completely, but the Fae follow rules above all else, and by order of their queen, I was not to be bothered unless I requested it. Letting them into my room could almost sound like such a request. I crossed the floor, my breath steaming around me, and cracked open the door. A slinky black cat sat on the floor with its tail curled around itself, gazing up at me with unblinking yellow eyes. Before I could say anything, it hissed and darted through the crack like a streak of shadow. Hey! I spun around, but the cat was no longer a cat. Teothan, the puka, stood there, grinning at me, canines glinting. Of course, it would be the puka. They didn't follow social rules. In fact, they seemed to take great pleasure in breaking them. Furred ears peeked out of her dreadlocked hair, twitching sporadically. She wore a gaudy jacket that sparkled with fake gems and studs, ripped jeans, and combat boots. Unlike the Seely Court, the Unseely Fay actually preferred mortal clothing. Whether it was in direct defiance of the Seely Court, or because they wanted to blend in more with humans, I wasn't sure. What do you want? I asked cautiously. Teothan had taken a keen interest in me when I was brought to court. The insatiable curiosity of a puka, I suppose. We'd talked a few times, but she wasn't exactly what I'd call a friend. The way she stared at me, unblinking, like she was sizing me up for her next meal, always made me nervous. The puka hissed, running her tongue along her teeth. You're not ready, she said in her sibilant voice, looking me over skeptically. Hurry, hurry and change. We should go, quickly. I frowned. Teothan had always been difficult to understand, bouncing from one subject to the next so quickly it was hard to keep up.
Go where? I asked, and she giggled. The queen. Teothan purred, flicking her ears back and forth. The queen has called for you. My stomach twisted into a tight ball. Ever since I'd come to the winter court with Ash, I'd been dreading this moment. When we'd first arrived at the palace, the queen regarded me with a predatory smile and dismissed me, saying that she wished to speak to her son alone and would call for me soon. Of course, soon was a relative term in fairy, and I'd been on pins and needles ever since, waiting for Mab to remember me. That was also the last time I saw Ash. Thinking of Ash sent a flutter through my stomach, reminding me how much had changed. When I first came to Fairy, searching for my kidnapped brother, Ash had been the enemy, the cold, dangerous son of Mab, queen of the unseelie court. When war threatened the courts, Mab sent Ash to capture me, hoping to use me as leverage against my father, King Oberon. But, frantic to save my brother, I made a bargain with the Winter Prince instead. If he helped me rescue Ethan, I would return with him to the unseelie court without a fight. At that point, it was a desperate gamble. I needed all the help I could get to face down the Iron King and save my brother. But somewhere in that blasted wasteland of dust and iron, watching Ash battle the realm that was poisoning his very essence, I realized I was in love with him.